0: so just try and look at it from uh, this angle there are two out of three uh, ladies uh, that is adolescent girls and young women in rural kenya uh, because of poverty and uh, inaccessibility are forced to get uh, menstrual hygiene kits that is pads uh, tampons from their sexual partners you see or are you maybe figuring that are you trying to picture that in your mind what what happens after that? Ish-bana. this is make a cut to the podcast and we bring you rich conversations about and around young movers and shakers so grab that cup It's about time. Yo, what's up, good people? How are you doing? What up, what up, what up? Uh, How is the new here? Is it good or new? (laughs) I know most of uh, us and a lot of people that is uh, had uh, this week being the first week uh, back to hustle uh self-employed uh employed or uh, just doing a thing i know it's uh that week that uh, also students uh, went back to school <laughs> after a very long time especially for those uh that is uh, the other classes uh, except for uh classes eight four and form for a good number a good number had stayed nyumbani <laughs> sana and uh i think it's a relief for some parents and uh, for some, not so sure. Uh, especially shags, because uh, shags, kido, kuna kuanga na kazi nyingi sana, kuna farming and stuff. So <laughs> the younging sellers come in handy. I've lived that life. It's a good life in its own You learn a lot. You learn a lot. Uh, you become handy. And uh, I know a lot of parents in shags. Uh, I'm, I'm not so sure. Uh, I wouldn't say a good number. Because Piomaju, uh, when uh, kiddos are at home, uh, you really have to you have to feed people. Karibu <laughs> so nsa Mika Kati Episode Seven, and I'm your hoster, Ojuang Bill, OJ the Daddy, whichever works for you. It's cool with me. It's cool. It's cool. So in Mikakati Kati Episode Seven, we we are trying to break a barrier in terms of uh, uh, there, there is uh, this uh, topic. Uh, that are rarely do people talk about it openly in our communities uh, in the different communities uh, both urban and rural settings and um, it, it raises a red flag because uh, there are statistics uh, out there that uh, are not so good uh, my people, they do not favor uh, the girl child. Let me just put this uh, question out there for anyone that is who is listening uh, have you openly if that is if you're a lady listening have you openly made uh, a conversation around uh, menstruation with uh, someone of the opposite sex that is I'm not talking about a ninja it could be your brother it could be your your guy that is uh, uh, your husband your your boyfriend or your fiance have you talked about this with uh with uh, any man in terms of just making them aware of uh, what the whole thing around uh, menstruation, uh, what you go through, what you need and uh, the challenges here and there. Just asking and I think think, uh, it's when throwing that question uh, to the ladies it also Allow me to talk to Maninja Ajay I hope Mkofiti. And uh, have, have you ever had this uh, discussion? That is, uh, you openly talk about it. Uh, talk about menstruation, that is. Uh, it could be with your lady. It could be with your sister. And maybe just uh, your mom could be just having this discussion to prepare you for a future role as a father. That is, uh, what am I trying to put here, good people? A... Uh, statistics out there show and uh, there is this uh, report that was done by an organization called uh, FSG. Uh, It was some years ago. That is uh, in 2016. It's a good report and actually anyone who would want to know more about uh, menstrual hygiene uh, or menstrual health management status in Kenya you can always just uh, uh, go to Google and uh, look for uh, FSG report on menstrual health hygiene. And uh, you see this report uh, showed that uh, the two out of three uh, ladies, uh, adolescent girls and young women, especially in rural uh, Kenya get their parts from their sexual partners and these sexual partners are not necessarily their husbands and because uh, you see these are young people mostly and most probably these are uh, their boyfriends so they are people who they uh, have a fling with him there but you see uh, where does it, where does it take the girl at uh, the end of the day. Are you trying to picture that? And uh, the same report showed that are uh, 50%, it's only 50% of uh, adolescent girls and young women can openly talk about menstrual uh, health management at home. And this is at home, man. Tunazumzia mambo na nyumbani. Pali ambapo kidogo unahisi kufanya uh mojambili bilam mtu yote to judge and pia kuna upendo and stuff but only about 50 percent uh find it uh, uh comfortable to talk about this and uh what even makes it uh more worrying is the fact that uh it's only about 12 percent of adolescent girls and young women that is the agyw's who find it okay and uh can open up to their mothers you yes. see so then it begs the question who is the first person of contact for our adolescent girls and young women in matters of menstrual hygiene management talks i think it's about high time that uh we we, we talked about this we talked about this why am i bringing this in episode uh, episode 7 not <laughs> because it's episode 7 but uh bringing it fresh in this year it's because having worked in uh, community settings in projects that are targeting adolescent girls and young women from uh, fast and experience I'll tell you that whenever you bring in adolescent girls and young women in a project setting, in an activity kind of setting where they have go through different uh, sessions. It could be in a behavioral change communication uh, program. It could be in an outreach, a biomedical outreach program. One of the things that come about is uh, the request for sanitary kids. They always, actually, you will always, chances are that in any sitting, there will always be that request. Uh, can we get sanitary kits? And uh, what the message that this brings is that uh, there is need. There is need for these uh, kids and the ladies need them. And uh, they feel that by asking someone somewhere can come in handy and uh, make this available to them, which means they do not have the ability to purchase. They need it, but they do not have the coins to make the purchases. So you get, you get how deep this goes. You know, it's uh, a, a topic that uh, really people talk about. I, I don't know why we look at it in terms of uh, it's a small thing. It's something that just goes for three, four, five days. Maybe to some others, it's prolong, pr- prolonged some honey to about uh, maybe seven or so days. Or we look at it as something that just that goes for a short while, but it has a lot of impact implications and these cuts across different uh, uh, repercussions that uh, come with it in terms of uh, let us look at, for example, uh, these uh, adolescent girls and young women who are forced to get centered uh, kids from their sexual partners. What happens? Chances are that it becomes a transactional sort of uh, relationship where I give you parts and you give me sex. You get the vibe. And uh, the Ministry of Health, sorry, the Ministry of uh, Education uh, brought this program in uh, in uh, public schools where uh, girls are, are given uh, the, the sanitary kits. And from the ground, in uh, different communities, there are, there are, have always been uh, complaints from the adolescent girls and young women that are, what they're given at school, and you see, it's something that it does not come every time, it's a, a once-in-a-while thing. So, every, every time they get the small, whatever small package that they get from uh, the school, they, they have to share this with some people at home who are also going through their menses. It, it could be their mom. It could be uh, maybe a sister who, is, who isn't going to school, a cousin who isn't going to school, a relative who isn't going to school. So, you see, it becomes more of, uh, yo, man. Anyway, so in this uh, episode 7, Uh, We we at Mikakati, we we thought, why not, why not make this, start this conversation, start it from somewhere who, uh, from someone, Samahani, who is already working in uh, the community just to sensitize uh, people on matters, uh, menstrual health management, menstrual health hygiene, and the lady is called uh, Juliana Nancy. so Juliana Nancy is uh, a menstrual health management uh, advocate and champion at the same time she 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 loves what she does she's passionate about it and i've i've been able to be in uh, uh, some uh, uh, activities that she's part of and uh, man you should uh, see her uh, sensitize people and talk openly about uh mental health management uh it's uh, it's such a wonderful thing that uh you are doing and uh yo so let's listen into what uh, we did with juliana and uh after which we'll just uh, do a wrap up and uh we'll call it a uh, a beautiful episode
1: okay so this question but let me just try and describe who juliana nancy is so juliana nancy is this young woman who is passionate and the passions, the passion comes from way back, like fifteen years ago, and um, I always strive to make the world a better place, in each and every way I can. So, my passion began like fifteen years ago, like, like I've said, and it began it began from a family level, from my mom. So, my mom is this person who started working with people in the community from. The time that I was like 10 years old like yeah so from then I used to see my mom interact with people in the community doing this and this and then how they react with the, from from what she was doing to them or helping them with made me feel like I should also venture into this thing I should get myself and get to feel how how my mom feels from the reaction from the uh, community people. So th- my passion started growing from then, like that's when I decided that I should do this and I was given a platform when I was uh, like 22 years old uh, by a woman, a Zungo woman from Finland, she is called Camilla Wensen. Uh, she started a, this organization called the Love Cup. So the Love Cup, it was uh, mainly dealing with Mambo, the menstruation and uh, the hygiene part of it. So that's where my passion even grew more because of that platform that I was given by Camilla. My profession is in uh, finance. I did become finance. So that's where my profession isn't. But uh, currently I'm not doing much in finance, but I'm, as OJ said, I'm a business lady. Uh, I own like a, it's a cosmetic business. Alongside uh, achieving or, or doing my passion, what I love with uh, this organization, this wonderful organization called CMMB, in making the AGYWs, that is the adolescent girls and young women, understand why they are going through some things and uh, give them hope on uh, mostly matters dealing with menstruation. Okay, so menstrual hygiene basically is the cleanliness you observe during that period that during that three to five days of your menses how clean are you what solution are you using how are you disposing the whatever you're using just about how you carry out yourself during that period so that is menstrual hygiene management and it involves a lot of things like uh, like i've said one is a uh, frequency of how you change or uh, how you change your, your whatever you're using to absorb the blood during those menses how long do you stay with it how do you dispose it after you've used it and uh, in do, in between these periods how clean are you those are just some of the things a few of the things that are, are involved in management menstruation management uh-huh so uh, my first time my first period happens when I was in uh, form 3 I can remember it vividly because it was that afternoon class after kukula giberi you know so kazi ni kusinzia so at this moment i am feeling like there's something happening to me my my uh i'm not feeling okay so one minute i feel like huh, vitu zina happen and uh, it's like my, my, my inner pants are getting wet, and I'm like, okay, so how do we handle this? So, So I feel like even my dress, my skirt was uh, soiled. So, when I stood up, it was just a lot, because I overstayed, like, I don't know if I should stand, I should talk to someone, because I didn't have that information from the beginning that when it happens, you need to do this. I didn't even have an idea who to go to because your uh, information prior. So it was hard for me because I couldn't talk to anyone. I felt like this is not supposed to happening. I didn't understand what was happening, first of all. But I, got courage. I gathered courage and uh, uh, I approached my friend and she was a bit older, so she helped me in a way and explained to me what was happening. So from there on, I, I started understanding why or uh, uh, the reason why I was having that and what to use. So for these girls who are uh, right now, I think they are advantaged because uh, there are different organizations that are coming up with this talking about menstruation to them. So at least they have an idea before their first time, they're able to know how to go about it. But uh, sometimes it happens unashtuka, you don't even know how to handle it, although you your information. So, you need to approach someone that you can talk to, preferably a lady, and then explain to your situation that, like, this is happening to me, what do I do? So, once you may say, my two ones, she will find a way to help you. So, preferably, you have to approach a lady wherever you are, just approach another lady and then, this is happening to me, because she understands what is happening. Yeah. So, that is my view. Okay. Yes. Okay, so uh, there are a lot of things, there are a lot of solutions to be used during this period. Uh, the obvious one we have the pads, the sanitary towels. That is, the, it, it involves, uh, it has like sanitary towels in uh, reusable form and non reusable form. So the reusable ones are the ones you use, and then after finishing, you dispose them in the pit latrine, and then uh, for the non reusable, uh, that is an unreusable, you dispose them after use. And then the reusable ones, the, the, the ones that after use, after your three to four hours of use, you just wash the blood off and then you anika somewhere, chop in a jaw, and then you use it again. So those are pads. And then we have uh, tampons. Uh, a lot of people don't know about tampons, but they also, use, people use tampons. And another solution is a moon cup. They, a lot of people like, like calling it moon cup, but may prefer calling it menstrual cup. We have, uh, there are m- women who use cottons, uh, other people, you know, people, they say that mikonwa shiny, so there also people who use, like, you just identify some pieces of clothes, preferably cotton, pile them together, shona somehow, and then make sure they are clean, you can use that during your period. So there are a lot of solutions that people can use, but it also depends with your situation, because as you said, it comes at a cost. Like, it's <laughs> for free unless you make it yourself, which is not even possible sometimes. So those are just a few of the solutions that people can use during their menses. Um, the homemade made it requires someone who is, I don't know, attentive, like, to cleanliness to hygiene to a certain level for it to work properly because it has to be clean one and it has to be something cotton like cotton cotton like maybe it's a, a piece of floor that is made from cotton mm-hmm. so it has it, you have to be like so keen to be to be using that homemade one but I, in other words uh, in uh, I'd, I'd like to talk about then uh, reusable Santa towels uh, So recently, uh, I came to find out through my friend Audrey that uh, she and uh, some of her friends they are working on uh, making reusable uh, pads for these adolescent girls and young women, so that they're able to at least go through the period without experiencing the cost and all. So they uh, they are making the reusable pads, and right now they're in Busia, I think. Yeah, they're in Busia. Still uh, making their way towards here, but uh, I think that could also be a good thing because it will be helpful. It will be used for certain time before you at least think of buying something. For the young girls that are not able to get the uh, the solutions easily, so maybe that could be a solution. The provision of the reusable pads. I don't even know when I when I get to this topic, in Anipatiaga goosebumps because. It needs to be talked about, but you don't know how you want to go about it because you can't solve each and everyone's problems. So in one way or another, they'll go for, the, for the, to their sexual partners to give them money for pads in exchange for sex. It's something that it's not so much avoidable, but it can be avoided in a way that a, a, an organization or even the government coming up with the uh, projects to give girls sanitary pads, especially in schools or even organizations providing the reusable pads so that they're able to, to be in, like, they're not in a situation like they have to go and borrow money from someone so that they are able to to meet their need, the, the period needs when it comes. This is actually interesting because uh, you've made me remember something when I was working with the menstrual cup or the love cup with Camilla. Uh, we used to have like group uh, when you go to a school to talk to girls about menstruation, we would also have boys in a different class, being taught by uh, female uh, or male, male facilitators about menstruation. So telling them that this thing is happening, and if you see, like, a fellow students, uh, and then the cloth is uh, soiled by the blood, don't laugh about it, try and help, like, creating awareness to them through the same gender, like facilitating them, uh, they are uh, facilitated by the male, the the boy child. So they get information from their fellow boys, so they get to understand why it's important to make this conversation or this thing uh, important or uh, creating awareness to it. There is this moment, this time that we went to Trukana to talk to those girls about menstruation and all. So we were approached by, actually, when we asked a question on what people can use during that period, what solution they can use, uh, another girl came to us and then told us, yeah, yeah, I just scare any of those solutions we mentioned. Like, yeah, yeah, when uh, she's during a deal, Karibu Kuhawa periods, like for the Three or five or seven days, uh, she always she is taken to a faraway land. and then she sit there for the whole time. When the blood is in ina ina ine yoshimo. So there's no any other solution That is how she handles her periods. So it was like it was a cultural thing that when I periods she is not supposed to stay with other people because she's dirty. So it's like a culture afaikukanam Toyote and afatukuqua isolated somewhere else Paka Malize So that is something that is so disturbing when we heard about it and uh, I don't know if how we can uh, convince the community to avoid such like ta- cultures or taboos as they college so that they are making the so that we make the girl child at least uh free when that time comes and i feel like it's something good it's not something that is you know misa watu something that i fear could happen something that they can be proud of so uh such like things in a fanya sana menstruation kitu yenye sana and recently also i there's this mentee of mine that alikuja uh, kaniambia 80 do you think kuna dawa nye mtu wane zapewa so that asiai kwana menstruation because they feel like this thing is just too much? When they are on it, uh, akuna mtu and they try to find a solution awa izipata. So, alipuja kaanuliza, Mwalimu, do you think we can find dawe nye nikimeza stawai kwana So I was like, why you, why do you want to do that? It's because inanumiza when it comes. So it's something that is so disturbing you know uh, for the girls uh, let me start with the girls when you're going through this period you should understand that this thing is like menstruation is not a punishment it's something that is supposed to be there so that it makes you it makes you a woman and being a woman is something so interesting and uh, you should not feel like una, una because of something and it's not your fault. It's something that is something that is good. So we have to embrace menstruation and uh, know how to handle ourselves during this period so that we become hygienic. We, don't, we avoid uh, some things like infections during this time because each time there are infections, so we try and embrace it and handle it in a proper way so that it doesn't affect us. And uh, for the boy child, I know this thing in a interesting. I've had a talk with uh, some of my mentees like recently uh, during this mentorship program. And uh, when we get to this point of uh, menstruation, there's like the young boys, who uh, when you're below 15, uh, they become like when you talk about menstruation, when I scared to come back to you, so you're like, why are you laughing? And then when I say, you know how they experience and the the first menstruation. Ikiapenia class and then So they feel like it's a laughing matter. So we want to tell them that this thing is not our wish, so that they're able to embrace it and encourage us when it happens, so that we go through it without any problems. And uh, for the community, uh, let, let's not make this a taboo. Like then go they start talking about sasa uyu, and just start kuwa so you know what it means in this community so kwa hiyo nini wananza to stigmatize and that stigmatization it, it's a very 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 strong thing when it happens to someone because una feel like you are alone and when you are alone you can do a lot of things that can be damaging so we avoid this stigmatization and uh, uh, taboo like this is happening to me or even maybe a nation the dad only or the uncle she can't go to the uncle and tell this person because and i feel like at time what are you talking about this is not supposed to to be talked about so just make this thing a normal thing so that when girls are in that period they feel comfortable with themselves so that they can take care of themselves better Actually, I'm a fan of pop music, a uh, bit of bongo, and then uh, Afro soul. But uh, my current jam—it's not so much current. Ni, yeah, it's 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 my jam. I can listen to it any day, every day. So, uh, "Kachwa" by Yo Levis—it has a beat to it, and it makes my day when I'm not in a good mood. So, "Kachwa" by Yo Levis. Thank you for having me, Oje. Okay.
0: Hmm. You know, ladies and gentlemen, while uh, uh, recording this uh, episode, uh, I have to say a lot of things are going through my mind, and uh, I I was just thinking, man, uh, why have we kept silent uh, on some such talks? Uh, Why is it that uh, we 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 consider it uh, kind of uh, a dirty topic? We make it look uh, uncomfortable to talk about, yet this is a biological uh, thing that uh, happens to our our girls, or ladies, our women. I have to say I'm super grateful uh, Juliana, Nancy for coming through uh, in this episode and uh, yo my people, good people uh, I have to say this is not uh, the end of uh, this talk. As me, we want to play a role in uh, making this conversation active in our communities. Uh, that is, uh, it could be in, in schools uh, in places of work if uh, there is that room in churches and everywhere else because uh, our, our our girls man, our girls uh, are hurting in, in, in silence and uh, have making this making this talk look like any other any other talk where we we don't go uh, behind it and, and use some phrases, or statements that make it look so dirty and and stuff when you can just embrace it to support the adolescent girls and young women who um, do do not have someone to talk to, uh, who maybe do not have the ability to get uh, the sanitary kits, and are forced to uh, get themselves into compromising sort of uh, situations where they, 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 they have to do what, if really they had an option, they couldn't, man. You see, it, it's sad that, uh, that that girls, especially in rural settings and, uh, and ghettos, have to sleep with someone to get a part. And you realize that this is something that is biological. It's not they are choosing to have uh, such. So um, we are bringing this talk and from my experience uh, working in uh, community settings, in uh, projects uh, uh, targeting adolescent girls and young women, I feel that uh, we can do better and uh, we can make this, uh, this, this uh, a real talk. And uh, we, believe, we believe in some coming episodes, Mbele, we will have uh, another talk with uh, anyone out there who is uh, making moves uh in uh, towards uh, addressing menstrual hygiene management in kenya uh, so before we call it uh, a wrap up i have to say shukran san i mean thank you so much uh, good people uh <laughs> you guys uh, you guys are a family and uh, i i really appreciate for the continuous support uh, and for me uh the support comes in different ways man as as simple as listening in to this episode or uh, this podcast and sharing if you feel that it's uh, worth sharing just sharing with a friend uh, sharing with uh, a sibling a colleague or anyone who you feel uh, should listen in uh, that for me is enough that for me is enough and uh, and yes uh, MikaKati currently is on 8 podcast uh, platforms that is uh we are on anchor fm we are on itunes we are on google podcast and google Pod- podcast is quite easy or actually all of them are quite easy right now so you just have to uh tell someone or uh, you do it yourself that is if uh, <laughs> maybe you you think that there is a new episode of mikakati that has just come out and maybe you need to check in just google mikakati podcast and you will have uh, a good number of uh platforms to play it from actually the first one that will come is uh anchor fm followed by google podcast i think so and uh, for those on uh iphones you can always uh check on itunes we have uh mika kati podcast uh, right there so guys i really appreciate shukran sana uh, you have yourself uh, a blessed blessed weekend ahead and uh, uh, shukran sana. So before we call it a wrap up, uh, we'll definitely give Juliana Nancy uh Hajam that is Kachua by Jaa Levith. Until next week on Friday, shukran sana. Have yourself a blessed uh, weekend. Uh, cheers and keep safe.
1: Man, that was some real talk. I guess I need another cup. Anyway, so let's listen in together every Friday and have some engaging conversations on Twitter, at Mikakati Podcast, on IG at Mikakati underscore the podcast, and on Facebook at Mikakati the podcast. Nice!
2: Ce qu'on suit m'a t'aimé Tu es mon unique pensée Oui ah, ma c'est belle c'est Depuis que tu es à moi Kachua N'a nazo kachua Bando kumayanga N'a nazo kachua Kachua Depuis que tu es à moi N'a nazo kachua Mwa ma N'a nazo kachua Bando kumayanga N'a nazo kachua Kachua N'a nazo kachua je perdrai toute ma je serai comme un corps sans mon thème qu'importe les ombres ah. ah. chéri t'auras toute mon affection je t'aime sans me retenir. ma place est auprès de toi ne t'inquiète pas mon amour on va vivre Somewhere, Katra. Let us all catch up on the Kumayana. Let us all catch up, Katra. The Si j'étais une larme Je naîtrais de tes yeux Pour caresser ta joie Et mourir sur tes lèvres Depuis que tu es à moi Nanazo katcha, Bandoko mayanga Nanazo Depuis que tu es à moi Nanazo katja Maa maa Nanazo katcha, Bandoko mayanga Nanazo